welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm here with my wonderful, amazing, handsome co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. Hello. Okay. <laughs> I like to think I'm the, the human version of 30 to 50 feral, feral hogs. What, what, what does that mean? Oh, so uh, some, someone was uh, talking about gun regulation and uh, some guy said, legitimate question, what do I do? One 30 to 50 feral hogs come into my front yard where my kids are playing. That's like, a, well, what would you do, Alex? Well, As, since you, I, I know you live in the very rural area of Los Angeles. Yeah, yes. Los Angeles. Los Angeles 316 gimmick shit. Uh, <laughs> no more no, wrestling shit. No more wrestling okay, shit. Okay. <laughs> back to the feral hogs. Anyways, yes. Arkansas does have a feral hog problem. I think it's highly dubious. It was 30 to 50, though. That's it, a lot. It was just a funny. Uh, comment that came out of nowhere. Well, this isn't this isn't going to be released for a few weeks, so it's, <laughs> it's not exactly timely. But <laughs> I'm going to be riding these 30 to 50 hogs. I don't care if the internet and the world forgets about it. Anyway, the podcast. This is every album ever. This podcast. Uh, we listen to every album ever, one artist at a time. That's a, a new artist per episode, which is a is a is a wildly gigantic task. I think it's wonderful. We're but we were just talking about this before we recorded. That in a year we will have we'll be essentially goddamn experts on fifty two artists. Yes, we'll have more inductees into this podcast than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame if this keeps if this keeps chugling. And that that's a Credence reference because today's episode is Credence Clearwater Revival CCR. I think I'm peaking. Am I peaking? Am I peaking? You tell me. I see you peaking, but <laughs> you ain't speaking. Uh, I don't think I'm peaking. It's not. You know what? Whatever. You are speaking. If, you know what? If I am peaking, it sounds exactly like John Fogarty's vocals on every album. So we're, it's, it fits. Oh. Oh, this man's, this man's vocals. Oh, my God. Fucking CCR is the best band in the world. Whoa. I wasn't expecting that. Dude, I fucking love CCR. From someone who openly states his hatred of quote unquote rock and roll. Okay. You know what? Okay. So this has come up many times in our very short history of doing this podcast that I am not a fan of rock and roll. And you know what? I'm going to double down by saying fuck blues too. I don't, there I don't go. It's not that they're bad. I get that they're important and people enjoy them or, or something. It, it's that they are blues and rock and roll remind me of like world music where it's, it's just, you're, you're not going to hear any innovative new rock and roll artists because they, it's just the same formula. It's Chuck Berry. It's goddamn little Richard. It's just that it's that sound with that those same uh, those same chord structures, those same formulas. Uh, yes, I I guess it's one of those things where at the time, it's, yeah, exactly. But uh, Greta Van Fleet's not going to do anything. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! I'm going to throw up. It it here's it, and the thing about rock and roll is that you look at early Beatles. And they still made it good. They still made songs out of the formulas. Well, I, so that's what that's why you don't see. There's not just not there's not enough bands that did that. And even though we're talking about CCR today, I think the important thing with the Beatles or any prevalent band uh, outside of like your Motorheads or your Slayers, which yeah. is the same band first album to last, yeah, is the evolution of mm -hmm. the artists, and that's uh, that's something I've enjoyed on this podcast is kind of. Um, looking at the evolution of the artists in one week, because usually if you're doing this, 
listening to music for fun like most people do and you're not sadists like us <laughs> you'll get into a band and you'll listen to the albums that are good yeah and then you'll kind of dabble when you want some more you want something new yeah if you hear one album is atrocious you may never listen to it it was that <laughs> and i love how you just butchered the word atrocious oh i <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of that. Of that, yep. it's kind of ironic, almost. Yes, but, yes. But go on. My pronounce. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> this is a good one. Usually, <laughs> usually you screw up. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a stuttering motherfucker. Okay. Ah, uh, but okay. Where to begin with? I mean, we, I, we're going to go through each album one by one, but bit some backstory or something. Okay. You're, you're the you're the smart guy with the research and all that. Shit. Yes, you're the tech guy. I'm the human Wikipedia. So. CCR was actually around for like 10, 10 years prior to their first release uh-huh. under the names The Blue Velvets and The Gollywogs. The Gollywogs? The Gollywogs. That's a bad name. I, I'm glad they changed I it. I appreciate their effort to acknowledge a, ba- the, a band is not working. So instead of starting a new band, they just rebranded themselves. Yeah. Genius. That's, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what Sparks did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, you know, there, uh, I remember like getting into CCR and I was upset they're from the Bay area, Okay, <laughs> which I'm sure we'll get into, but real quick, they're from the Bay area, not the South. Okay. I have a confession. To make. Yes. <laughs> so a, a couple episodes ago, I think it was the merciful fate episode. You brought up, uh, Texas, I think. And yeah. then you brought up CCR. Like, yeah, they're not even, they're not even from the South. And I, I'm like, okay, we'll get to CCR in that moment. I had just learned that they were not from the South. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, there, if, if you listen to that episode, you hear you say that, and then you hear a beat of silence. <laughs> and that beat of silence was my heartbreaking because I had absolutely no idea. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, and then, how? How's the best Southern band from goddamn Northern California? I don't know. Also, I don't know if that's good or bad that we didn't. Like, if you just found out right now, that might have been amazing. That might have been amazing to get your real time reaction, (laughs) but because, you know, Bay Area hippies, they took a vow not to do any drugs or alcohol. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, that's the sum. Oh, also uh, Fogarty and drummer uh, Doug Clifton Mm -hmm. were drafted and they enlisted in the military. Interesting. So that's why you get a lot of uh, protest songs. or songs kind of inspired. Um, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about those when we get into the albums, but yeah, that's some, some history on the band that they didn't really do. They didn't make it for 10 years. So this kept going, rebranding themselves, got sidetracked with being drafted <laughs> sidetracked by that whole military thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you mind if I take, and that leads us to uh 1968 self-title album, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, spooky. Spooky. Oh, yes. Watch out, I ain't lying. 
take it, yo. Okay, man, fuck. Okay, first and foremost, very important thing to note out of the gate is that Credence has some of the best covers in, in music history. Every album except for two, there's always a handful of covers. Mm-hmm. And um, I appreciate that because uh, that was that, that was your complaint about most cover songs is they don't do enough. And here, I feel like their cover songs are like, oh, uh, there's enough there to catch in your casual listeners. But then, even if it's not a, a big variation, they will do something different. And then also Fogarty's vocals just being so unique. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Uh, wow, is that a... Your dog is... I don't, dude, the mics are probably not picking up your dog right now, but he is crying. Oh man, that poor thing, oh, poor but, bastard hound, poor son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, the thing about Creedence covers is that I, I've mentioned in the past that I, I hate most covers because most covers don't they don't do anything new with the song. I, I like covers that make the song a completely different thing. They just take uh, you know kind of a, a basic idea and turn it into their own thing. The way Devo did with Satisfaction with with Creedence, they don't really reinvent the song, but their sound and style is so damn unique and, and distinct that it sounds different enough. I like to think of uh, CCR uh, cover songs like Pizza Dough, where you're just looking at it and CCR, this, you know, stretching that dough out. You're like, I didn't know that dough had that much area room to put more sauce <laughs> and cheese on it. It's a bizarre guy analogy i like it though yeah i just go for the first thing that pops into my head it's literally saucy yeah yeah and that's what people get ccr is like i see that personal pan pizza i think we can stretch it out in a large i You're think like, we got more mm, there i don't know i don't know and then they do fogarty goes hold my beer and, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then he does it in an 11 minute cover of heard it through the grapevine which we will get to <laughs> oh man that all right. Well, we'll get we, to it. We, we, we'll we get can to it. talk about Susie Q because that's a long, that's a long one that put them eight, on eight the minutes. Map. Yeah, Susie Q eight minutes doesn't drag on a second. It's fucking great. That man, that song is 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 it this one? What? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's super weird. Like the they have like the the vocals sound like they're through a telephone at one point and there's chanting on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, creepy. Yeah, and uh I didn't look up if the chanting means anything, but I did find out there was kind of like a prog rock radio station in mm-hmm. Sanford in the Bay Area. And that's why they have all these like weird things in Suzy Q cuz they were trying to Get okay, win the favor station. with all those fucking nerds. Yeah. Go after the the psychedelic crowd, which also ironically hated them. Mm-hmm. It, this album, it's it, like it has hints of of what we know as credence and what we love as credence, but like I said at the beginning, I ain't too down with the rock and roll nor the blues, <laughs> and there's quite a bit of it on here. This is their most bluesy. I mean, they're all bluesy. This is the most bluesy. This is the most regular as bluesy, yes. which I will call regular as boring bluesy. I'm not into it. It's not. It's like this is definitely not my favorite because of those. I mean, but I still I'm not going to shit on it because you can't really deny how good the band is and how good their style is. Even though I fucking hate bluesy, boring shit. They do it 
and it's not offensive to me. Yes. And like I said, there's there's some some interesting tidbits peppered in this album. And I will also say, man, when at the end of Susie Q, how it's like kind of spacey and you're just like more of like a a rhythm thing, and yeah. you're just kind of spaced out, and then uh 99 and a half comes on, those vocals just drop kick you in the face. <laughs> Okay, I was actually going to bring this up. Go ahead. For so many songs, Fogarty starts at 10. He jumps in and he's just screaming at you. And 99 and a half is one of those. And yeah, like I said, Susie Q gets you in like a spacey, yeah, spacey sort of mood. Very rhythmic. Yeah, drops your guard. And then boom. Ah! (laughs) He just jumps. Fuck, man. Like when I was when I was listening to this. I pictured someone knocking on my door, me opening the door, and they were just screaming at me after I, like, as I opened the door, a person was just standing there screaming at me. That's what this song felt like. Would you say they were knocking on your back door? Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. All right, buddy. That's your one for the day. <laughs> so like, I don't hate the album. I think it's a good album. I think it's a very good album, but too much blues, too much rock and roll. I fucking can't stand it. It's just, there's not enough of credence on here. Sure. Uh, yeah, I thought this not, let me say least favorite of the good albums. Yeah. Yeah. Which we'll get to, but I liked it more than I thought I did. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'll explain why in a bit. So we're moving on to, uh, and this is very important. Usually we don't say the months, but the band recorded three fucking albums in one year. So we're in January. Okay. Hold on. Before three. Okay, we're going to do a bit of a spoiler. Three good albums in one year. Although I did I I did realize they're all 30 condensed 30 minute albums for the most part. Yeah. Really so, short, very easy to listen so to. So now if a band it's based they put out a double album in Essentially. one year. But still, like the touring and then the I, I couldn't believe I couldn't believe they were touring. Yeah, yeah the whole time. Fogarty had this mentality that like if you were He's like, if we're not relevant, they're going to forget us. Fuck, man. What a genius. He's so- right. <laughs> Shit hasn't changed. But anyway, <laughs> continue. Sorry. 19, what? January 1969. Bayou Country. Which is apparently the Bay, Bay Area. <laughs> doing everything in my power not to scream along to this right now. I guess this is one where he comes in at 10, right? He's, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah also we're like laughing at his vocals but i just want to let people know sometimes i just laugh at things to give me joy it's yeah yeah i laugh at the intensity out the gate i fucking love his voice yeah all right we'll give you a taste of the, the main course here yeah All right. 
Okay. It took me everything right. not to do that scream. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> also, I like it's so weird. I guess because I've never been to. I. It's so funny. He sings in an accent, which like if a band did now, I I'd probably hate CCR. I'm like, one, you're not from the south. Mm-hmm. Two, you're you're saying things like Boys Day, like he's going full Bobby Boucher. <laughs> Also, like, I don't, when I think of Southern accents, I don't think of, like, throwing the, the, is it like a W if you're, like, Boys Day? Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird yeah, inflection. He doesn't yeah. talk like that. It's purposely singing. Yeah, he's like a Jay Retard singing with a British accent, even though he's yeah, like yeah, some yeah. dude from oh, the Midwest right. or something. All right, I guess Madonna did that, too, but. Uh, Everybody hates her. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, I don't, <laughs> I don't think people hate her. No, I don't think so. Either. Also, important note, the band is already fight, I, or I guess not already. It makes sense. They were together for 10 years. But they're already, what, already fighting? They're fighting. Okay. Because John Fogarty is a tyrant. Is he? Yes. Explains why the band's so good. Well. Unfortunately. I don't know why I said that. Yes, like, uh, <laughs> uh, Doug Clifford says, you know, the band did help write some of these songs and jam sessions and stuff, which I think may be true. I think there's somewhere. There's in the, always in some the collaboration. The thing is, I, th- I think for John also his brother Tom is in this band. So unless I say Tom, I'm talking about John. Uh-huh. Um, I think Fogarty. There was an agreement like, OK, we've been bombing for 10 years and they just kind of let him take complete control of the band i mean that was the right move he's the talented guy in the band and this is not to shit on them but with a lot of really good bands there's always collaboration there's always contributions from other members but it's always one person usually one or two people that that really take the band and do something with it like even with uh metallica james writes all the songs but it's lars who does all the stuff yeah like, or even like um random band to bring up like Slipknot, Joey Jordanson, the drummer they used to have, he he actually like wrote a lot of arrangements for the band, but a lot of people didn't know that. Yeah, there's always there's always someone who has a little bit more say and who gets it's just whoever can get the most done with it. That's why most bands don't do shit is because like they don't have someone who's a monster in there. Yes, and I uh not not quite sure uh if Fogarty is a monster or if there's some pushback or like I said, if there's somewhere mm-hmm. in between, but it's uh it's a huge factor in the band mm-hmm. from here on out. But good fucking songs. Good, good well, songs. I actually didn't like this album as much as I thought I would. I'm or, going or to as I thought I did. Okay. Let me rephrase that. Because I'm going to go ahead and say, I can't believe I agree with you. Yes, because uh, I think it's a pretty iconic album and Born on the Bayou and Proud Mary. Proud are, Mary, yeah. Which is funny because I they do so many cover songs. I thought Proud Mary was a cover. I thought, I thought so too. No, I thought it was for, a cover. For once, they they beat them to it and someone made their version of the song. Yeah. Because, yeah, that. The Tina Turner song. American The Tina Turner song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's better. The Tina The Tina Wait, what's what's better? Uh the proud the proud uh Mary. Oh, T- they were saying Tina Turner was better. Wait, are saying Tina Turner's better? Her version of Proud Mary? Yeah. Way better. Oh, you're a piece of shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was that was a peak. Dude. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh. Dude. Her song, her song 
I think it's longer. It's got like peaks and valleys, and it'll like start down here, start down, oh. and boom, like oh, the the showmanship <laughs> in her version. I never. I, wow, this is peaking pretty hard. I can't fucking believe I'm hearing this. I went there. You go, Tina Turner over credence on this particular song. I can't. <laughs> on one fucking song. It's oh. not like she recorded a whole album and I'm saying she did. No, 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 no. <laughs> but still. Oh wow. Uh I I, I kind of don't know how to feel right now. I kind of I kind of I want to disown you. I feel like I feel it inside like I want to disown you. I'm sorry. The Tina Turner one is this <laughs> fuck it, man. It bangs harder. I'm gonna be honest here, okay? Have go you not on, heard go, it. No, I've heard it. <laughs> I, that's, that's why I'm mad. Okay, so honestly. Going into this episode, this is the one that I'm like, you know what? There's probably not going to be a whole lot of disagreeing going on. I think we're going to see eye to eye on most of this. And I was fucking wrong because you're still a monster. You are still a piece of shit. Hey, man, you went you went rogue on Devo. I did. I did go rogue on Devo, but I whatever. You know also, what? Fine. I fine. Th- I think that's the only hot take I have. I don't think I have any more going forward. That's you know what? Never say never. You no. know, in, in lighter notes. Let's uh let's get into how John Fogarty says a lot of things funny. Okay. Like the way he says bootleg. Those are like the same song, kind uh, of bootleg uh, and keep on chuglin. It's kinda of, yeah. It Except is. one's eight fucking minutes long. And then I had to look up chuglin, and it's a word he made up for bumping uglies. No, not, having sex. Not bad, not bad. Having sex. It's a very it's a Kind of a disgusting word to describe it. It, it. Yeah. Also, bumping ugly is also, it's also pretty disgusting, uh, yeah. which is why I say it. So maybe <laughs> Ch- Chuglin sounds like a combination of banging and driving a giant truck. Hey, maybe it's about, you know, the BBWs. Maybe <laughs> you just compare them to trucks. Yes. <laughs> you know, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. I mean, even even be, be be righteous in your mean opinions. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, also, even on Born on the Bayou, he says hoodoo, which I thought was another made up word. Yeah. The hound dog chasing hoodoo something. Yeah. And the hoodoo there. Uh, this is a voodoo ghost. Oh, I spirit see. thing. So, so he didn't make that one. OK. Up, but this is a lot of funny words like, and he, pronunciations. Yeah. This album. This album. Does not do it for me. And I love Credence, but fuck, man. Like it, I said, I think the only two good songs are uh, Proud, Proud Mary, sorry, and uh, Born on the Bike. Yeah, same here. Those are the only two songs I actually like. Uh, it, it's just bluesy shit, long bluesy shit, too. Like eight minute long bluesy shit. Yeah. Um, I will say something, too. Uh, an underlining theme in CCR lyrics that I feel isn't spoken about is black magic voodoo witchcraft uh-huh. i love it yeah yeah no i guess because they were broken up when uh when people were coming down on heavy metal artists but yeah they, there's this crazy witchcraft stuff involved and no one no one wants to talk about it hey, i maybe, do oh so okay so maybe he's a. is he you're saying john fogarty is a he worships the dark lord is that what you're trying to tell me right now uh, uh no i'm saying he's really good at writing Oh, okay. Evil, oh, evil, never mind. Yeah, writing about <laughs> evil songs. All right, uh, I dig it. You know what I need What's after that? I, you know, I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of like sinister stuff in these songs. Mm. I need John Fogarty doing interpretations of Merciful Fate and King oh, Diamond songs. Fuck. Oh, God. Oh, I'm imagining it. I'm going to, I'm going to stop so we can move on. But that's a fucking wild thought. 
It's actually kind of disturbing. I think it'd be great. I think it'd, it'd be. And now I, I, I feel like I would regret it after hearing. <laughs> yeah. And now we're going to fast forward a whole eight months, eight months to August 1969 Green River. Real cage on this. Fuck! This is a good opener. My God. This is so fucking good. I don't even. Wait, I don't. Wanna, I know we could read this. Uh, listen, we're not. The, yeah, we're not gonna listen to the whole thing. God damn, do I want to? All right, all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll finally we'll turn it off. Yeah. Anyway, that is. Uh, sorry. Good. That's a good song. <laughs> Great song. Better, <laughs> better album than Born on the Bayou. Infinitely, infinitely. This, this is twenty nine minutes of bliss. I fucking love this album. Yes. Uh, also, the it's easy because, like I said, he pronounces words funny, so sure it's easy to think he's just saying a lot of, a lot oh, of. Ju- yeah, yeah. It's easy to think he's just like uh, doing like a, a Cajun man impression, but um, <laughs> which I guess he kind of is. But boy, oh boy, if you sit down and you read the these lyrics, really, I've not I, read a single lyric off this album. I think he. I definitely didn't appreciate it before we did this podcast. He has such a way with words. Really? That I think if he just published this as like poems. Holy shit. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's really beautiful. I don't know what I'm hearing right now because I think poetry is absolute garbage. That's I'm I'm being blown away right now. Yeah, I would. I personally was surprised, too, because it's this rock and roll. Good. Yeah. Time. Keep on chugling, dude. Yeah. Keep on on chugling. But yeah, like his protest songs are like, man, I feel also, I just feel like I'm not really impressed by lyrics, Monk. It was probably this because it was so out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, Lodi. Oh, get out of here. Oh, what a f- it, here. So Bad Moon Rising. Uh, game over. There's too many good songs in this album. It's just there's too many. They're all good for one. I mean, I don't I don't really care for Tombstone Shadow too much. I think it's kind of boring. Uh, Sinister Purpose. I think uh, when I'm DJing sleazy bars, that's one of my most played. Sinister songs. Purpose. I hate the main riff a lot. Really, I like the song. Like the rest of the song, I love. It's just that main riff that bothers me. <clears throat> the thing is, little things like that. It's they're just they're, they're they mean nothing in an album this consistently good. It's like. I think this is the, the the best representation of CCR. If anybody would ask me, is this your personal favorite? Nope. Oh, nope. Shit. This, this is how. This is a fucking great album. I think it's a fantastic representation, and this is this is CCR as people should hear them. But I still don't think it's their best. I I, I love that's, it. That's quite a comp. I think it's a compliment. Um, on commotion, after the main chorus. Mm-hmm. The guitar and the bass are like in lock in this riff that's very metal. Yeah, yeah. 
and I, I love it a lot. And then, so the next time I was waiting around for the chorus, I realized the guitarist doesn't do it again. It's just the bassist doing it. I'm like, oh, that's so nerve wracking and genius at the same time. And uh, yeah, just these little, little things mm. like that, that CCR does. Extremely talented band. Very, very sharp, very tight. Uh, and their, their fucking style is just so... It's so swampy. It's it, it's fucking awesome. It's, they do call themselves swamp rock. Okay, I guess that that's kind of apt then. On ongoing theme of Fogarty saying funny things is uh, wrote a song for everyone. Man, he condenses all those syllables. That this sounds like he says Rushon for everyone. What was he? What is he actually saying? Wrote a song for it. Oh wow. He. Yeah, slams <laughs> wrote a song for everyone into like one syllable. Rushong. That's Rushong great. for everyone. Yeah, it's so you're saying he's a fucking visionary. That's what I got from it. Uh, yeah, uh, his tyrannical run should be celebrated. <laughs> That's what no, I honestly believe that though. Like, I, I'm not, hey, listen, all right, I'm not trying to promote you know actual dictators, but when you're writing. God damn, keep on chuglin. All yes, right. You need a director. You need, yeah. Let's, let's call them directors and not dictators, like I just said. Uh, so fantastic album. Uh listen to it, I guess. Yeah. Fucking whatever. I don't I guess we'll go forward a full three months. Three, three months. To November 1969. <laughs> Willie and the Poor Boys. Or Willie and the Poe Boys. I can't imagine a single person hearing this not knowing this song. It's oh man. Early in the hey. evening, Olympus. just about supper time. Over by the courthouse, they're starting to unwind. Four kids on the corner, trying to bring you up. Willie picks a tune out and he throws it on the hub. Down on the corner, out in the street. Oh, yeah. So what do you have to say about Willie and the Poor Boys? Uh, well, let me touch on Down on the Corner, which is uh, pro- they have quite a few protest songs. Yeah, uh, that's the song you're just hearing, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so joyous. And is it ju- jubilant? Is jubilant. It, is that a word? Yeah, jubilant. OK, yeah, it is. It's quite jubilant. You wouldn't think of it, especially because it's been used in a number of commercials. So I just think that's uh, a bit ironic. It's got, uh, it's got some dark words in there. Yes. Ugh. Very anti anti <laughs> Nixon and Reagan can go suck it. Uh, <laughs> this album. I believe is not only the best, but my personal favorite. OK, this album, I think, is a. Uh, it's one of the greatest of all goddamn time. Oh my god! I I'm gonna gush for a while, so you better take over. Yeah, I you could gush away, uh, because there's so many random little things about this uh, album. I think FG hmm? is, is that how you say it? the Which latch track? Oh, FG FG is one of their best songs ever. Really? I actually think it's their weakest ballad. What? And this is my fu- this is one of my favorite albums of all time. 
<laughs> He's huffing and puffing as we speak. See, there's always something for us to fight about. It's yeah. wonderful. Uh, <laughs> when he says, who's boning? That doesn't do anything for it's you. A good, no, no. It's a good song. I think it's out of all their ballads because their ballads are so fucking good. I think it's their weakest. It, the fade out is a minute long. I think that's a bit much to be fair. All right. Uh, I, I'm actually, I don't want you don't care about that. I just think it's, it's, I don't know. Something about it just doesn't do it for me. But the rest of the album, song for song, it's, or oh. even it, it came out of the sky. Another like satirical uh, song about politics. It's about UFOs. And again, like you would expect that if you're familiar with their discography, you would think, oh, that's probably on uh, Cosmos yeah. factory. Yeah. No, it's on a song on an album called The Willie and the Poor Boys. So it came out of the sky, breaks two of my most important rules in terms of things <laughs> I enjoy. One, it's a rock and roll song, yes. right? Two, it's at the beginning of the fucking album. It's a second song. Okay. I like, Despite I, this. I like how the things I enjoy on this album, you're like, no, no. <laughs> on, on, my favorite, on my favorite CCR album, no. Is it, if, despite it breaking those two rules, I don't hate this song. I, I kind of rather enjoy it. I, again, it goes back to what a genius I think Fogarty is with his wordplay and like his lyricism that he's like, yeah, yeah let's uh, write a song about how all these hack frauds would react to a UFO landing on Earth. That's pretty smart. I, again, you wouldn't expect it from a... Uh, uh, Good old, good old Southern uh, Bay Area band. Bay Area boy, yeah, Bay Area boy. <laughs> this, this album, it's got, it's got like a real heavy gospel influence, and it covers Midnight Special, which is oh, just yes. straight up gospel. Yes. But throughout the whole album, like even in down on the street, I mean down on the corner, the the chorus is it's all sung along. Like there's a lot of sing alongy, chorusy type stuff that wasn't just wasn't around before, and that it works surprisingly well. And there's a, there's something about this album. It's like it's this feel that's really hard to verbalize. I, I, I get all these images whenever I hear this album. Like, like I get southern, I just southern imagery, summertime, fucking. I feel like a sense of community when I listen to this album. This album is fucking moving from beginning to end. It just it has a it captures like almost a lifestyle. Yes, it, which again is ironic for a band from the Bay Area and not the South. Not at all the South, but it. it it feels so goddamn authentic. It's I, it's like a real album. I fucking love it. God, I don't really care, uh, but I guess I do care. This in terms of interest, like what? Because they're pieces of shit. Like what Leonard Skinner thought of CCR. Wait, what? Like what Leonard Skinner? What? What? What about him? Because they're fake Southern boys. Oh, they're fake Southern boys. I'm not no real. Really? Demo, Demo Neil Young. I mean, I guess. Well, I'm not saying they hate. I this. I feel like they would probably talk shit. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Just out of interest. Just out of interest. You know, I'm gonna go CCR ten times out of ten. But you know, yeah, it's just better songs. That's all. Yes. I. That's how I feel about it. I don't know. This um, it, it's. I was struggling a lot because I, I kind of wanted to to say that Green River was the best album, mm -hmm. but I went with this one because. The reason it's my personal favorite is because it has that feel, that weird Southern kind of authentic community summertime feel. But also, each song individually is fucking great. And because of that, I have to say it's their best song. Like, it has Feeling Blue and then Fortunate Son and then 
just just too many, every song is just so good on its own that it, it also works as a whole, which is what yes. I enjoy. But if you were to give it to any casual listener and just here, here's here's an album full of songs. Every single one of them is fantastic. I feel like <laughs> ah, fuck. I almost knocked over a bunch of shit right now. <laughs> I feel like CCR writes unintentional concept albums. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, that's right. I, I like, kind of thought this was concept yeah, album. like the songs work on their own, but then like it's hard to picture them separately. Mm. If that makes sense. Um, I was gonna save this for a little later, but there was like criticism that uh, because then totally opposite of what we're living right now it was all about the album which obviously we're fans of the album over singles uh-huh and so there was like some some hatred some shade being thrown at ccr that you know oh they're this is singles band how but fucking dare they i think it's stupid because the band refused to release proper b-sides mm-hmm so their A sides and B sides were all hits. God, they're so good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how you sit there and watch a band refuse to cave into tr- traditional B sides and be like, "Well, f- well, f- well, fuck that!" Like they're machines. They're machines. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with them being a singles band. No, no. But they're not. They're just so good always. Yes. Ah, God. I, I will also say I I did uh this this was uh I think this was the first band where I had some some conflicted feelings about where to put my best yeah, yeah same. best yeah, album. I, like, this yeah. was the first one where I was like, I don't know what to do with that. They're just so good. And here's I gotta say this, just full disclosure, because I hide nothing from my listeners, is that I feel like it's a lot less interesting when we like the bands. Like we've just been gushing for fucking 40 minutes. That's that's why I try to, you know, point out that he says things funny. And, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. I and that I don't like songs that you like. Yeah. By coincidence, I swear. By that, coincidence. That's the best part of the podcast so far is when we don't agree. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, God, I guess that's what comes with just re- not reviewing, but ex- discussing a very beloved, wonderful band. So I, I mean, whatever. So we're going to move on. It that's is- my personal favorite. I think it's their best album. Please listen to it. Yes. Love Christ. And... Uh, I sh- I should have put the ma- months down because it couldn't have been that long. I mean, we're from the- November to 1970 Cosmos Factory. <laughs> I do too. I swear to God, I was listening to this song on the way over here, and I was trying to see what I'm doing, and I kept fucking up too. <laughs> this this song, such a good driving song. This song is fucking incredible. Um. Oh yeah, I, lo- I love I love what they do with this song. Oh, it's like okay, it's CCR, 
but then uh, we're we're gonna fade out a little bit, yeah. and uh, we're gonna come back to it a little bit. So it's it's CCR, and then they hit like a part where you think uh, where you think it's it's like an outro part, but the yeah. song's like eight minutes long. Yeah, and I love that like that fucking alt rock part in the middle. It's fucking awesome. Oh, it's like an outro that goes on for five minutes. It's so long. I I honestly think it goes on a little too long, but it's such a fucking good riff that it's almost hypnotizing. It's so good. I don't know if it's an electric keyboard or an organ, but um, let me play that for for you guys. Got it all queued up here with my timestamps. Yeah, I, I knew exactly oh. what you're talking about. It's so good. Yeah. It's so simple, but it, it really fucking it, it opens up the song. It's so weird how those little uh, robotic keyboard parts add a totally different layer to the song. It's yeah, it's it's fucking moving. God damn. Oh. This goes on for a long time. Too. Yes, yes. So I made, so, I made well, my point. I it's it's one of the best goddamn openers in this entire era. Uh, I lo- absolutely love the fucking song. I can never get enough of it. I put this down as their best album. I think they have bigger hits. I think they have better hits. But all around, again, this was a real Sophie's Choice. This is their best album. Did you say this is their best album? This is their best album. Cosmos Factory is is pretty beloved. It's 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 known as a real good album. I got to say, I, re- I really disagree with you there. I don't oh, agree with you. Oh, brother. Here, okay. Okay. All right. Here, all right. Here we go. Here you're, we go. You're the one all saying right. it's boring when we oh, got show with oh, the band. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go. Ramble Town. We just discussed this fucking incredible opener. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful opener. And then it's followed by a blue song and two fucking rock and roll songs all in a row. And guess what? I, that, that throws it off my list immediately. God damn. And it's it's and here's the thing. After all those songs is looking out my back door, which is one of my favorite songs that maybe of all time. It's my go-to karaoke song. I I adore it. It changes it changes my mood whenever I hear it. And then the rest of the album is just it's still incredible. Again, looking at a very jubilant song. I know this doesn't make sense, but some CCR songs, and even though they're different, I just assume they're the same song. Like uh around the Around, around the corner and looking yeah. out my back door. I'm like, it's the same song to, in my head. Really? For real quick. Oh. Real quick. Oh. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying they're bad songs. I this, It's like a, this mental thing I do where I'm like, didn't we this hear this? Oh, no, they're different. <laughs> they're, I, I don't they're, know why. They're, my, they're different. Yes. They're different. Okay, yes. they're different. It makes no sense. Uh, I swear to God, looking at my back door is on my funeral playlist. Because I think about how I die <laughs> like yeah. a lot, I guess. But... I don't know. That's that's it's wonderful. And, and was it uh, Run Through the Jungle? It sounds like it sh- it would fit on Bayou Country. It has that griminess to it. Yes. Also, while we're on Run Through the Jungle, is it possible to do a movie about Vietnam and not put CCR in it? Absolutely not. It ha- it hasn't been done, nor will it ever. Even fiction, even something totally fictitious like Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Still, I don't remember what she, but still it has, if you watch a movie about Vietnam, um, I guarantee you 100,000% run through the jungle fortune song. I think there's maybe another one will be 
It, it's fun. yeah, it's a soundtrack of of war and death. It absolutely is, which is why it gets on my funeral playlist. But uh, this is the album with the eleven minute heard it through the grapevine. Yes, my uh, good friend Lee J, who came up with the name John Frogerty. Wait, is okay? Is that just a bad pun? <laughs> it is a bad pun. You know, in the Simpsons when they have Frogert. Oh. So instead of John Fogarty, John Frogerty. I if, see. If you guys need to be punny. God but, damn. Uh, all right. I hate him, but all right. Let's, let's move on. Well, Lee J always says, if you want to be a jerk and there's a jukebox, you put on CCRs, heard it through the grapevine, and you get your, your I guess it's a doll. I don't know what it costs for modern jukeboxes, but you get your money's worth. Uh, yeah. If you throw that. And absolutely. And everyone will hate you. Yeah. Because it's, it takes forever. It ta- It's literally 11 fucking minutes. <laughs> Wait, how long is the original? The original is three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I See, look it up right now. The original t- is three minutes and 16 seconds. They Tina Turner <laughs> heard it through the grapevine. So I'll be blasphemous and say the CCR version of heard it through the grapevine I, the is, is better than I the think original. That's, that's a very a fairly reasonable opinion though because it's oh, it's dude. fucking wild yeah and so is tina turner's proud ah, all right we agree uh, to disagree uh, god damn it so i have actually a funny story about it's not even my story i'm stealing it from one of my old professors uh he he uh he was talking about the song for some fucking reason he said the first time he was ever exposed to uh her through the grapevine was uh he was driving down the literal grapevine in California, near and, Bakersfield. Yeah, huh? And uh, on the radio, I guess the station that he was listening to was switching owners. So during that that intermittent period, they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want because there's no <laughs> boss and there's no. So what they did was they put on uh, credences heard through the grapevine, and then immediately after they put on Marvin Gaye's, and then immediately after that, there's one more. Cover, yeah, yeah. famous cover. I don't remember who it's by. Uh, but it was those three back to back, back to back, over and over again while he was driving through the grapevine. And every once in a while, they'd break up the songs and someone would call in and say, hey, why do you keep playing the same song over and over again? And they would keep playing it for the entire time he was driving. Oh, that's beautiful. That's fucking gorgeous. That that I can't imagine a better way to spin the grapevine, <laughs> I, I guess. I apologize to the comedian. I got this from. I can't think of his name, but he has like a joke where you go and you put on what's new pussycat on the jukebox uh-huh. like 10 times in a row. That's fucking unusual punishment right there. And you can, he's like, you could see people going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I forget what the other Tom, his other famous. Uh, not unusual. Like, yeah. You throw it. You throw that in so uh, people uh, think they're free at last, uh, and then you follow it up uh, with what's new pussycat. That's that, fucking that's that's Chinese war torture, man. That's fucking brilliant. So good. Uh yeah. Have you tried that? I okay, I tried it on a modern <laughs> jukebox and I want my money back. <laughs> they knew I was being a troll and they only played it once. That's good, good. And fuck you for trying. That's what you get. I wish they were this like you're being a troll, you have to pick a different song, but no, they just took all my money. Yeah, you know what? I would say it's fair. That's fair. You try to be an asshole. You got, your, you got your money stolen. It's not fair. I, I wanted to drive. I agree, disagree. I agree, disagree. I wanted to drive a bar insane that night. Damn it. And I, everyone would have known it's me because they're like, that's the only guy who's getting a kick out of it. <laughs> the only guy not angry. This uh, one more thing about this album. All right. 43 fucking minutes. Oh, they're long. They're, 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 they're longest. They're, yeah, yeah. They're back to not back, but they've given up 30 minute albums for now, I guess. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's, they're Good. still hit machines. Like I, I said, they have 
bigger hits, but uh, what does this have on it? Who will stop the ring? Yeah, and gorgeous. Looking out my back door. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, just hit machine. I don't know what to say. That so you, this is your, this is your what you say their best album is. My be- their best album, hands down. Okay, next album again. Still 1970. <laughs> I didn't even realize it's the same. Jesus, pen pen pendulum. Uh, pendulum. Pendulum with the G. Pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> 1970. Pagan baby. Satanism again. <laughs> Very crisp. At 10, out the gate. Punch you in the face. Fuck, man. How is a band this fucking good? How is that? 10 years of being slept on and then Fogarty just. He just With took the, his dick out all over the world. He's just peeing on. Step inside. He stepped inside that asshole. Spray painted. John Fogarty was here. Crumpled up trash. Boom. Stepped out of it. He stepped inside his asshole. He fucking all up. He fucking all up. That's a Kirby enthusiasm. Kirby enthusiasm reference. John by the Fogarty way. was Pickle Boy and Val Victorian. John Fogarty is JB Smooth. Okay, we're gonna start with the fucking nonsense. All right, that's a good ass fucking opening. What do you think about this album? Uh, this is my personal favorite. Personal favorite. I was not expecting that at all. At um, all. because there's no covers on it, and uh, in terms like not even deep cuts, but I guess they're not talking about. Uh, wish I could hide away in Rude Awakening number two. Rude Awakening number two is bananas. I love those songs so much, and I'm, oh uh, man, like. This is so theoretical, like where the band would have gone, because there's there's so much stuff going on from like, well, would they have benefited from taking a break? Would they have kept recording and would they have gotten burned out? Right. There's so many questions, but I think from a purely artistic standpoint and an album standpoint, I think I think it's a shame we didn't get to see what the the evolution would have been after this album, because I think this album is it's going places. I like where it's going. Rude Awakening number two is first of all, it has a godlike intro. It's fucking, you know, put on that, put on that intro. Just because I, Oh God, I'm going to shut up for a second. Oh man, like I said, one of my favorite CCR songs. See the leave it up. Uh, okay. The thing about I guess this podcast that I that I really like and I would like for people to get out of it is that everybody knows CCR. Everybody fucking knows CCR. But most people aren't album listeners, I would say. 
no, like I like I said earlier, right now we don't live in the age of the album, and, and things kind of yeah. come and go in waves, and maybe we will get to that point again. But uh, yeah, I think this is definitely because well, it's not it's it's this song is not going to be on the here check out CCR's list. It's not going to be on the the Apple Music Essentials. It's no, but if you listen to uh, Alex and Mike. If we yeah. theoretically, you know, maybe one day we, we might make little playlists for the episodes because yeah. it's it's all, it would definitely be on our playlist. Absolutely. It's even though the man, it, it goes fucking wha- like not wacky, but it goes intense and very experimental. And and and, you know, what what's a good equivalent? Be, uh, number fucking uh, Revolution 9. No, is, not not that like super psychedelic, but just more. I don't know. Almost cult like it's it's, it's a. It's a, it's very interesting. Yeah, especially for CCR. Like yeah, you, completely unlike anything they've ever done. You think you have? Uh, I'd like to queue up another song. Yeah. If, uh, yeah, if you could help me out here. But while I'm queue, um, while I'm queuing it up, this album took a month to record, which is considered long for CCR. <laughs> I have no words. Fuck them for being that good. So the song I'm going to pull up is the other song I was talking about. Wish I could hide away. Uh-huh. Man, I think this was the first CCR album I bought. So maybe that's also why I'm like personal. Right, right, right. Personal pick. But man, he doesn't ask the dude in the song if he's crying. He's like, is that something in your eye? Oh, is that, oh he, mean that's the lyric. He says, and then, and then, oh, how he, again, going from like, one to a hundred when he's like wish i could hide away. <laughs> oh. okay okay here it hit is it, hit it Down. Go on. Oh. it's fucking beautiful and then we're back to normal yeah have to say. dude yeah uh, underrated i there's uh, so many so many gems on this album i mean it the 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 biggest hit is Have you ever seen the rain? That's that's the one people know from this album. I would say this motherfucker wants to stop the rain. Then he goes around asking if they've seen it, if they know where it's at. She she. Hey, where's the rain? Hey, where's the rain? I also I gotta say pick one, pick one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Obviously, different uh, concepts. You know, it's called songwriting, Alex. All right. Yes, yes. I man, I, I'll just have to note that. Uh, this is not not at all my favorite album. Uh, I like it, but it, it lost a lot of that that southernness that I guess I it love does. about Credence. It's not a southern album at all. They're no. just they actually remind me a lot of the Guess Who in this album, and it's it's because it's they've lost the southernness. Also, Fogarty kind of sounds like the guy from the Guess Who, that 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 very screamy whaley. Never, never listen. Maybe they're good. They're a good band. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe I, one if they have a reasonable discography, we can we'll get around to that. We will look into that. Uh, but Molina, fuck man, that song is always stuck in my head. Is it? Yeah, always. And then it's I don't know, whatever. It's a good album. Uh, I miss the southernness, but I can see why it's your favorite. It's, it's super underrated. Yeah, I forget what what song it is, but they bring up Molina in a a previous song on a previous record. So I feel like they have this like. This fucking Marvel Universe? The C- the CCRU. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Credence Clearwater Revival Universe. Oh, Jesus. All of, right. Uh, working men and 
getting fed up with and these. All I, all I hear is chuglin, chuglin, chuglin. And lots of chuglin. So we're on to 1972. This is their final album, Mardi Gras. I have to do some. Boom. Oh, good fucking God. I had to collect myself. There's, I got a lot to say about this. So do I. I'm a looking I will tell you why, Mike. <laughs> I will explain to you and our good I'm listeners <laughs> how this happened. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I can't take it. Please, okay, okay, okay. Just to, just to start this off. Obviously, uh, we're okay. Hold on. One, two, three. <laughs> worst, worst, worst. I just what? peeked in my own ear. Okay, so I gotta say, there's something. It's very rare that there is a, as an album as as precious as one that sucks immediately. This album, you put it on, and it already sucks. I because most bad albums, you got you got to figure you, out that it sucks. You along know, the something's way. wrong right after the bad. Oh my god. Some of the worst albums that we've talked about on this podcast, they weren't the worst out of the gate. This five seconds in, it's the worst fucking album I've ever heard in in a while. In a while, I would say. So I may, there may be another one, but uh, from what I know, this sounds like the most passive aggressive album <laughs> ever recorded. Explain, tell me what happened. What the so fuck happened? So, like we talked about, the band has been fighting throughout these yes. two years, and now Tom Fogarty, John's own brother, I'm sure there'll be a CCR biopic, uh-huh. leaves the band, mm. and they and uh, unfortunately, Tom, there he had like a bat, uh, the worst. B- <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, <laughs> you're getting you're, you're, like, am, you're getting emotional here. I just realized how this man. Got the worst blood transfusion ever. Gave him HIV. Oh my god! I didn't know and that. He, he passed away, and Tom and John never, never buried the hatchet. Uh-huh. Real, real heartbreaking shit. That's a CCR song in itself, right there. Yeah. Um. So he's left the band. The band is a trio. Wait, wait, wait. who who died? Tom Fogarty. He got the blood, the bad blood transfusion. Yes. Oh, so they never reconcile all their no, shit. Oh, no. fuck. God, not um. I got so. Sad. So now someone has left the band. The John is a tyrant is at full blast. Mm -hmm. And then my initial reaction, that song we played is bad, but then take it like a friend comes on. Oh, oh, okay. And I, I had to stop the album. (laughs) I had to stop the album. I was like, what is going on? Where is that golden angel, John? John? Who the fuck is singing on that song? Because I'm like, it's not John. No, if it's, no way. I was like, if it's John, I'm going to break an expensive yeah. electronic item <laughs> in my room. It's uh, bass player Stu Cook. Stu Cook. Hey, and Stu. Now, also, don't do that again. That's your initial reaction because there's there's more. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck told you you could sing, Stu? Because you fucking can't. You're awful. Sail Away is also awful. Very bad. Very bad. Fuck you. And then I found out because they're like, oh, John, John's a tyrant. He does everything. He basically said, okay, everyone's going to write their own songs. Oh, wow. 
and I'm just going to contribute guitar to your songs. Oh, no. That explains a lot now. And then Doug and Stu were like, no, John, it's not like that. And he's like, no, 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 no. You guys want creative control. You can write your own songs. I will write my own songs and we will put them on an album. God. (laughs) And that's why I say it may be the most passive. This man self-sabotaged his own band approval point. Holy shit. The dude is a tyrant. He's a brilliant dictator. I think he'd make a great leader someday. Yes. Um, I will say the uh, Someday Never Comes is a great fucking, because okay. it's a Fogarty song. Okay, first of all, it's obviously a Fogarty song because, like, hold on, this I'll, this song doesn't suck nearly as much. And well, obviously you can tell his vocals anywhere. I got to say, though, even though that song is miles and leaps and bounds better than the rest, I think it would be the worst song on any other CCR album. Really? Yeah, I don't really? care much for it at all. I need to look at it in that light. It may, it may be because it was surrounded, it's surrounded by actual feces. No, it, it's, yes. it, it's, it's definitely even, even Fogarty says, uh, he's like, we only recorded six albums as far as I'm, yeah, are I we, th- let me count. Yeah. Five, six. Yeah. We seven we, albums total. He doesn't count this one. No, it's not Canon in the CCRU. <laughs> Okay, I've heard about this album. I knew it was bad before this. I knew it was going to be the worst one. I knew it was going to be my least favorite. I knew it was going to be unanimous, okay? I didn't realize how bad it was going to be. I actually went in a tad optimistic. Kind of, because whenever, listen, I'm a fucking asshole. I'm a contrarian. (laughs) I like liking things that people don't like, not because it's cool, but because I, I just, I don't know. I like disagreeing. I'm a fucking prick. Sometimes you just got to admit when everyone else is right. This all blows. You got to call a spade a spade sometimes. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Like, it, I'm, not, I'm not a contrarian just to, for the sake of it. I'm a contrarian because I want to hear something I might actually like. I went in like knowing it might suck, but you know what? I'm going to take something from it. I was able to take nothing. It's fucking shit from beginning to end. I Yeah, I think the Fogarty songs are worth... I don't, I don't even feel that way about that. that's how strongly I feel about this album. Boy, oh boy. Anyways, this album broke the band. I think it may may have been an excuse for Fogarty to go solo. Uh-huh. Um, Seemed to work out for him, all right? Yeah, but we don't, you know, we're not talking about John Fogarty albums. No. So that's why I say there may be somewhere in the middle about the song, right? I think he may have directed, but I also think Doug, Stu, and uh, Tom obviously contributed something Yeah, that he couldn't replicate on his own. Uh, I don't know when we're going to get a chance to talk about this again, and I'm going off the track a little bit. And we're already over an hour, but we, we've established kind of last episode that we're we're not going to be adhering very well to the hour time limit. There's just too much to talk about. Yes. Before I go off track, I will say, what are you going to do as the best non-Fogarty song on this album? Which ones? I'm afraid to ask which one's that, but I don't I, that's, remember. That's uh, Doug sings on that one. It's not a Stu song. Come on. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Fuck you, Stu. Get out of here. But and even though I don't think I don't think Doug and Stu wanted to sing, like I said, I think they realized it was a bad yeah. idea. And I mean, you, you got it because they did. It seems like they weren't. I, I think itching they knew, to do it before. I no, they just wanted. You know, they I wanted think to be was, appreciated. They're a neglected yes. housewife. I understand. Yes, uh, dude. Fuck, it's 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 upsettingly bad. Uh, it, <sighs> okay, my. It, it's been a while since I've heard it. Like. 
because I've, I've caused a ruckus about albums in previous episodes. But this one, when I heard it the first time, hated it, obviously. I we usually give it albums at least two listens on this podcast for the sake of this one. Okay, this is what happened. <laughs> I, I listened to it once, hated it, and then I had to cleanse my palate by listening to Green River again. <laughs> then the next day, I decided, you know what? Maybe I won't even listen to it twice. And then the day went on and I felt, you know what? I have an obligation to this podcast. I have an obligation to Alex. <laughs> on the way here, I listened to it again. And, and I wish I didn't do that. There's nothing about that that was at all meaningful. And I'll never do it again. I'm sorry to myself. But also, here's a side note. Just because I mentioned uh, Green River. I was cleansing my palate with Green River, all right? I was driving. I was driving to my job. And on the way there, I started getting like these sad thoughts of like, you know, failed relationship shit. And... I was getting bummed out. And then what's the last song on that album? The fucking rock and roll. Fuck, man. Uh, you're going to pull it up. You're going to pull it up. This song comes on and all of a sudden I'm happy again. That's how fucking good Green River is. Green River and CCR when they're good. What's the song? The nighttime is the right time. Yep. It's a cover, right? I don't know. I think it's a cover. I don't have that in my notes. <laughs> That, you guys think I'm pulling all this shit off the top of my head? I'm like cheat shit. Hey, look, look. First of all, no one expects more of you, okay? We appreciate you for who you are, all right? I, I always expect. It's a gift and a curse. <laughs> but th that's how good CCR is when they're good, is that they can make me from depressed to fucking elated, and they can also ruin your goddamn day with just one album. Like I said, I think their, their ballads... Uh, are are some of the best their ballads are incredible they're, yeah the the side note i wanted to do because we won't get a chance probably to talk about this again is like uh i looked up john fogarty solo albums mm. and uh he has he has an album called eye of the zombie eye of the zombie but uh -huh. on the cover it's him as a werewolf <laughs> And even though it's called Eye of a Zombie. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine John Fogarty as a werewolf. And, oh, oh yeah, no. Pause the podcast. Look it up. Now I'm doing it's, it as we speak. All it's right? the visual you didn't know you needed is Werewolf Fogarty. It's I amazing. Also. Okay, hold on. Okay. Oh, shit. Is that him? Well, him is a werewolf. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. That. I was. Ex okay. I got it. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> I was, I, honestly, I was expecting him in like like bark at, bark at the moon type. <laughs> oh no, no, no! It's just his face, and it's it. The Slag Island, Island of Doctor Moreau. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, exactly like that. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. It's a fun little visual. That is a very good visual. Don't, don't listen to the album though, because his vocals will make you cry. That they aren't. Oh, they're that bad. I don't know. Listening to a few songs off that made me realize. He needs some dirt on the production. Yeah, yeah. He needs some some uh, some soil, some mud to roll around yeah, in. Yes, CCR is the best when it's swampy and it's dirty. Yes, and, and it's southerny. And that album is very much a product of the '80s. It's yeah. very clean and overproduced. Yeah, and it doesn't do him any favors. That's uh, so that's a quick little quick a little addendum. Well, yeah. that's that's our overview of CCR. Just to recap, my uh, all time favorite, along with what I believe is their their objective best is 1969's Willie and the Poor Boys. There's something about this album that just resonates with my soul. It just it has 
Yeah, man, it has so much in it. There's it, each song is good on its own, but as a whole, it's just wonderful. Is almost it, time capsule. Is it because you want to be in a band that has a washboard player and, Abs- and yes. someone blowing into a jug? I want a jug. <laughs> just give me a jug player. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And we, I, yeah, obviously the worst and least favorite is Mardi Gras. I think that's kind of obvious at this point. Anyway, you recapping my stuff. Uh, best album, Cosmos Factory. Personal favorite, Pendulum. Worst. Uh, I think this is the first time we've both agreed. You unanimously agreed on something. Mardi Gras. But I say check out the Fogarty songs where Mike says, no, sir. No need to I, listen I, to I this say, album. I say no need. But you say, yeah, maybe the Fogarty song. I say no need. Hey, who do you love more, huh? Hey, who do you love more? Mommy if you or love, daddy, huh? Uh, who if, do you love more? If you love Fogarty more, you'll you'll check. All that. right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, that brings us to a conclusion. Thank you for listening. This was a, a rough one, and by rough, I mean it's just a heartbreaking end to such a fucking wonderful band. They they will never get back together, and even though Doug and Stu have a CCR Credence Clearwater revisited. Really? Do you got a, an outlet by any chance? My fucking laptop is gonna die in the middle of this episode. <laughs> Fucking! Do <laughs> you know it. We're gonna do this. Wait, wait. No, no, no. It's just uh, headphones. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So. Okay, so. So Doug and Stu have uh-huh. Credence Clearwater revisited. Okay. And then uh, Fogarty is open to the idea of the band getting back together. Mm, interesting. But they have so many lawsuits. There's so much bad blood. I they will never. Really? There's no money. No price tag that can bring these three men together again. That's very, very upsetting. Uh, but they still have so many f- six fucking wonderful albums. Please listen to them. That they recorded in like two years. Yeah, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're. we're I don't fucking know, man. I, I'm I'm still worked up about this. <laughs> but okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. About I'm good. Mardi Gras. Uh, yeah. If you wanna if you wanna suggest some stuff, suggest some artists, uh, feedback, comments, yada yada yada. Please email all that to every album ever at e at gmail.com. No, gmail.com. Gmail. Jesus Christ. Every album ever at gmail.com. I thought it was Gmail. 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 And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, if you feel that is a thing you want to do. I'm at Pope Jesse Ventura. Old Alex is over there at Mother Puncher. Mother Puncher. And uh, I got a website. If you're into video games, I write about the industry, jokes, opinions, nonsense. That is not videogamereviews.com. And obviously, uh, next week, we'll be back with another artist, full discography, arguing. Uh, I don't think that we're going to find another artist that we agree on as much as this one. And even though we still disagree. Not many artists are as good as Credence, just just from an objective standpoint. There might be a few. A couple, yeah, but I don't think we're going to get there for a while. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't come here today to talk about best overall discography. No, no. So we're going to close it out with a CCR song. This one's my choice. We're going to do, we decided to do a little zigzag. Whoever, whoever suggested the artist to begin with, they'll choose the closing track. Give me your phone, Alex. Yeah, let's see what I'm going to pick over here. (laughs) You put on, I see he has, okay, look at this. All right. This is inside baseball. He queued up ruling the poor boys for me thinking that I was going to choose a song from that album. And I was not. Oh, curveball. Curveball. You know why it's curveball? Because I'm going to the one you picked as the best.
Cosmos Factory. And this is a Who Will Stop the Rain. There we go. Have you seen it? Thank you for listening. See you. Sing a play How we cheer for more